0: Hi, Frasiacs, in for a treat. Two-part interview with Scott Wren. How do you know Scott Wren? Love in Paradise, season three. And he's going to be on The Family Chantel, dropping November 6th on TLC. And he gets into an epic fight with Pedro, which that trailer's already gone viral. But Scott's kind of made a reputation for himself because he's hit on other 90 Day Fiance cast members. He dated, famously, Pedro from The Family Chantel's mom, Lydia. So where do they stand? Scott has a lot of surprise today and if you love reality star people Scott seems to be made for television so how did he even get cast in the TLC universe here's Scott Wren all right here he is Scott Wren or also known as Scott on uh, Love in Paradise season three getting I was gonna say and you're getting ready to be on the family Chantel season five right
1: yeah I'm pretty excited about that
0: how did that work? Scott, how did that happen? By the way, were you guys filming Love in Paradise season three and the family Chantel season five? Like, did it overlap filming? had it? or are you and Lydia still? Oh,
1: I, I can't get into too much of the production aspect, but I can tell you they were close. They were very close. And um, I, I, I was, I was doing a little damage control with Lydia and then it continued from that
2: point.
0: Well, I mean, I, I'm going to ask you lots of questions about Family Chantel because this season is rumored to be the last since Pedro and Chantel are divorced and finalizing mm. their divorce. Um, you get into this epic fight with Pedro. At least it's teased that way on the uh, you know the trailer for the Family Chantel. So we'll we'll get to that, but. You know, you're very, uh, you, have, you have a lot of fans. People have hot opinions about you one way or the other. So let's go back. Um, I want to kind of start at the beginning because.
1: Yeah, let definitely.
0: You grew up in Florida, right?
1: No, I'm originally from Brooklyn. Uh, some people say they hear a little bit of the accent, but when I was deployed during COVID to Brooklyn, a lot of people might go there and be like, no, you signing like from, from Florida. But then in Florida, people say, no, you sound like you have a little Brooklyn left." But I was born in Brooklyn, Bay Ridge, and then I moved to uh, Tampa, Florida area where I was 14, 13.
0: Okay, well wait a minute. Did you ever listen to FLZ and the Kane show in the morning?
1: Of course. I was gonna t- I'm a huge fan of the Kane show. Don't ever try to pull that uh, hey, we have a dozen roses ready <laughs> for you. you. I'm not gonna fall. I won't be beaten with that one. I won't fall for that one.
0: Well, you know, I co-hosted with Kane for like six and a half years. So I was down yeah. in until- Tampa. I, I,
1: I didn't know if we were allowed to talk about that, but yeah, I'm a huge fan. I mean I like I grew up with 933 FLC, the power pig then MJ and BJ, The Kane Show, Bubble Love Sponge. I mean, you know, like, all, yeah, I love all of them, so.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, we were like huge in Tampa, I love Tampa. Spent a lot of time down there for Gasparilla and all of it, Tampa's yeah. amazing. So you were in Tampa for quite a bit of your life. You, you know, you got married, you talked about that on the show. You you were married to your wife for what, like over 20 years, two decades?
1: Yeah, yeah she was uh, from Long Island, I was from Brooklyn, so we have that common denominator. Uh, we were together a total of 25 years. Uh, you know, the, the high school sweethearts lost a virginity to each other. Um, you know, I've always been teased. I have a type. She was Sicilian Italian. I've always liked that exotic olive skin, brown. I've never kissed a girl with blue eyes. How about that in my life? Ever. And um, so we were together 25 years. Um, unfortunately, we grew apart. Um, so I've been divorced uh, 10 years now. And then I talked about it on Love and Paradise. I was like, kid in a candy store, I went to have a lot of fun. All shapes, all sizes, all colors. I didn't discriminate. Uh,
0: so, you know, you, you've kind of like, you've blown up on TV, right? Like, people have all these opinions about you, they follow you. Um, but were you ever on television prior to Love in Paradise? So
1: Actually, yeah, I was. I don't know if this counts. But Kelly Ripka, She, I was on the same time she was on Dance Party USA. In 1988 on the USA Network where you're dancing and the guy, uh, Andy, I forget his name, but I was on six episodes on the USA Network and I flew all the way up to Philadelphia and they filmed five episodes on a Saturday for the USA Network. It was like downtown Julie Brown Club MTV. I don't know if you remember, it was Dance Party USA. So you're dancing and everything like that. So yeah. Okay, so
0: you're an amazing dancer. You got quite far on the show.
1: Uh, well, it wasn't a competition. It was just more like a bunch of kids, teenagers dancing in the same room together. So,
0: And so did you, okay, so th- was there a part of you that always wanted to be on television? Like, did you think you were going to be like an actor or a singer? Like, were you drawn to it? Uh,
1: uh, I don't think i ever grab, my, my, I think if I would die tomorrow, my identity has always been being a respiratory therapist, high school coach, soccer coach, a father, a grandfather, um, the TV um, I don't think that defines me, but I, I'm very. I think you mentioned it. Like uh, I think people love me or hate me. Uh, I feel like I have a lot more haters, and they feel compelled to keep trolling me and giving me their opinions. But whatever.
0: Oh God! Well, welcome to TV, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay, so.
1: I'm not promoting it. They're not paying me. Yet. I've never made a penny from social media yet. So. Oh,
0: you have. Oh, you haven't. You will. You will. Um. Yeah. Okay, so you you know you have this career. You're never thinking about TV. You're in respiratory health all these years. You're a soccer coach, raising your kids. um, You know you you go through this divorce, and how did you get cast on Love in Paradise? I had read that you were friends with Alejandro. You know Pedro's sisters.
1: yeah. So I was at one hospital. People see me as this unstable, unbalanced type of guy, you know, like, but you know, I was married forever. You mentioned that I was at the same job for 20 years. And then when, um, when I retired from this one hospital, I started as a new grad in 96 and then I finished in 2016, I started doing like per DM work at agency and I ended up in Miami and then, um, COVID happened. And then all of a sudden, Respiratory therapists with critical care experience and RNs critical care, we were getting the, the offers like we didn't have a crystal ball to know how long the, the pandemic would last. But it went from five thousand a week to six thousand. Finally, had a call: Hey, you want to make ten thousand a week? You're deployed to New York. You'll stay at JFK Airport. You know the the hotels are doing the free housing for healthcare heroes, workers, and then uh, I was making great money. Like it was insane. So. I ended up getting my. Like, I was working on the governor's executive order to, to as a, to, uh, to work in the state because I only had a Florida license.
0: Long story short, I ended up
1: getting my New York license because I fell in love with New York. I still had some family there, and then I was training at a gym in Park Slope, Brooklyn, and uh, he he kept coming up to me asking me for advice. And um, I said, "You look familiar, but I couldn't place where." But I'm not a big reality TV person. But all my patients. Would always have the TLC network on there, you know, and, and you going into therapy or taking care of a trach or they're on the ventilator. The nurses had it on. I'm like, I'm watching. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I was like, you look familiar. They told me he was on this TV show called The Family Chateau. I was like, oh, okay. We became friends. He he, I gave him some good tips at the gym, and then um, he invited me to his bar. He was a bartender in this place. He says, hey, I, you know, you a favor, let's get some wings. I'll get you a drink. I said that's cool. We took a photo together. Nicole showed Lydia, Lydia saw the picture, and then like, hey, can we give, do you have what's up? I was like, no, but I downloaded it, and then we started texting for like almost a year.
0: Okay, wow. What a like turn of fate. I mean, I guess like you were really meant to be on television. I mean, that's like a random meeting.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was like, uh, everyone's like, uh, you know, some people say things are scripted or this or that, and everyone's like, come on, Scott, the whole thing with Lydia and then your ex from Columbia, Liz, was that is that real? I'm like, no, that's how dramatic and crazy my life is. My life is that crazy. Even my kids try to go, Oh my god, dad, like what happened to you? You used to have structure and discipline, and now you're all over the place, you know? So um, yeah, so my life's definitely take a turn. I feel like it went from conventional to unconventional.
0: Yeah, how, do you, how does that make you feel, Scott? Do you feel like, you know, a lot of people always describe it as like a midlife crisis when people get, you know, divorced like in their late 40s, early 50s, and then like, you know, men and women, they like have plastic surgery or they go crazy. I don't know. How do you feel? Do you feel like it's a midlife crisis or more of an awakening? How do you describe it?
1: Um, I think it's just another chapter in my life, and I'm not the type of guy that I think a midlife crisis guy would be doing all the plastic surgery and doing this and that and the other. If you follow me on Instagram, I'm the furthest thing from that. I went through a bankruptcy. I probably have um, my significant, I, I, I don't know if we're gonna introduce her at some point, but yes, she's Yes, I've,
0: the- I've seen your new girlfriend, who's beautiful on your Instagram.
1: <laughs> so, But I, I don't wanna get in trouble with the network, so we will talk about everything pertaining to the show, but before the show, after the show, I think it's game on, it's all good. So, um, you know, I, I think the thing that is important for me is I've ever been. I've always been real, raw, transparent to a fault. I've uh, never tried to impress people with money. Even when I had money, when I was doing the deployments in New York, I was making 10, 13 grand a week. Most of that money I, I, I gave it to my ex, Liz, in Columbia, my kids, my mom. I never, I've never. i always been somebody that's not been into tangible items. Other have buying my house. That was it. And um, I unfortunately... You know, I I am not good with money. I went through a bankruptcy. I, I I'm the how my house, I'm selling. The money that I'm making from that, it's going to go towards the IRS, like I owe some back taxes. But at least I'll hit the reset button, and I'm okay with that because at the end of the day um, I'm breathing, I'm living my best life, and um, I have somebody beautiful that loves me. So, you want to meet her?
0: Yes, I want to meet her, and and oh. um- <laughs> okay. Here, love- uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Po- po- yeah, she can be on the interview.
1: Can you
0: see her? Hi, yes, gorgeous. Okay, tell us your name. I've seen you on Scott's um, Instagram, so I was like, okay, are you guys like official? What's happening? Tell us your name. How'd you guys meet?
2: Okay, my name is Sandra. Uh, I'm from Colombia. Uh, we don't make we don't meet in Colombia. but right here in Spain. Um, what else?
1: So ironically I hate to bring it up cuz it's still relevant in my life but she's from the same city that Liz my ex in Columbia. Liz was from Cali she's from the same place. Oh my is that god. crazy.
0: So is that how you guys met were you just like there and then you ended up connecting with each no no, no, no no
1: no no we met here like she only lives 2 miles from the house.
0: Oh my god.
2: Wow what is small She
1: was divorced from a, a well can I say a physician she was with him for 10 years. And she had money and was miserable. I don't want to speak for you, but just say. Yeah, it wasn't you know, a
2: happy, a happy time. Uh, I got into a car accident three years ago. Um, yeah, I died, but now I'm here. She's a, like a coma,
1: on a ventilator. Yeah, she, she overcame a lot. Well, and I'm the first guy that she dated, first gringo, too,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> after. after uh, after her divorce. Like divorced, so, yeah. yeah. So, wow. we've been together officially uh, four weeks and like two days, and we've spent every single day together.
0: Okay. Yeah. Sandra, go back. You died for a minute? Like, you died for what, a period of time? Yeah. I had a
2: cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. I have like. Explain, like, you
1: uh, were a T bone. Yeah, everything. I was a
2: T bone. Um, I got a seven fractures on my pelvis, three lumbar, three thoraxes, 12 ribs. chest tubes, 12 Collapsed lungs, uh, bladder, liver, and a spleen rupture. The only thing that was good was my head. Oh, my After God. After everything was broken.
0: Okay, when you died for that period of time, like, is there heaven or am I doing all this Catholic shit for no reason? Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored Okay, well, tell us what happened. Well, describe, like, what happened. You remember? Like, what happened? Mm -hmm. Quick pause to tell you about some sex toys. You know, Scott Wren would be an excellent spokesperson for Dame. Uh, Not that I'm trying to get myself out of (laughs) Dame.com. Okay, what? My Dame podcast commercial reads are, like, all over the place. Uh, Look, Dame.com is known for their incredible sex toys. They bundle their sex toys. Their sex toys come in epic colors like ice and periwinkle. That's not even the best part, though. They're known for their five-star reviews on their love toys that have long battery life, look amazing, easy to clean, easy to handle, and the best partner play. Dame.com. Use the promo code TSFS for 15% off at checkout. I love this company. They're great. Uh, They want to make sure you're satisfied. Go to Dame.com. Use the promo code TSFS for 15% off. Get on their waiting list for their vibrator cleaner. Like, literally, their vibe cleaner is, like, sold out all the time. It's that good. Dame.com. Use the promo code TSFS for 15% off at checkout. Okay.
2: um, I was in the car, and then at one point, you know, I knew that I'm going to die. Like, one point, I said, okay, I'm going to die. This is the end because I wasn't able to breathe. And then I was so nervous, funny, you know. And then I see somebody close to me, like a big guy, like, I don't know if it was a guy or girl, I don't know, but it was a big person. And then that person uh, touched me, touched my shoulder and told me like, hey, Sandra, I'm Michael. Everything is going to be fine. You're not going to die. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to die. I'm good. You know, like, I got relaxed at that point. And then the EMS arrived, they bring me out.
0: But when I was on the way
2: uh, on the way of the hospital, the EMS, I got a cardiac arrest. They called the helicopter. The helicopter came, picked me up. They did the first uh, procedure that was the chest tubes on the helicopter because I wasn't able to breathe. And then after that, it's already nine surgeries that I had done, and the next one is coming. Oh, just
1: goodness. to get a diaphragmatic diaphragmatic acer? Because her diaphragm isn't working properly.
0: Oh, my God. Okay. So, but did you, like, see angels? Did you see white? Like, yeah. everybody goes, you saw two angels.
2: Yeah. I, the first one was Michael. He was in
0: the car accident.
2: He told me that he saved me. And then everything is going to be okay. And then when I arrived at the hospital and I saw my daughter, because I have a daughter, she's 17 years old. And she was, like, crying and, you know, with panic attack. And then... I saw another angel that had told me that his name was uh, Ezekiel or Sackiel. I don't know. I don't remember at this point. And then he told me that he, he was there just give me peace. And then actually that's what I think. Like like, I, I told my girl, like, everything is going to be fine. Don't worry. You know, and she was fine. After that, I got in, in, into the uh, induced trauma, you know, for my uh, long problems and then they they bring me to a place was like a like a big room and i have like a lot of people waiting for me like it's unbelievable describing it, but uh that people i feel that the people was killing me like giving me um, yeah like killing me and then at that yeah. point i forgot who i was i forgot my name i forgot everything and then somebody just came to me and told me, Sandra. And I was just looking, oh, who is Sandra? And then they just started to put on my mind that I was Sandra and put some memories. And then I said, okay, I'm Sandra. And then I need to go back where? And then he started to remember me, like,
0: who I was and everything.
2: he said, oh, yeah, I have to go back. I have a daughter. You know, and then at that point, I woke up and, and that's it.
0: OK, well, thank. All right. Well, at least I'm going to all these Catholic masses for a reason. OK, there we go. Thank God. And
1: then, and then, all right. Two years later, two years later, she met her uh, local the kingdom, the crazy Viking.
0: My job is to
1: protect her from this form.
0: Crazy Viking. I love it. So, Scott, OK, you you end up on Love in Paradise, where which it all started. Right. Which gives you this public persona, you know. Ironically, you actually created empathy for Lydia because people really dislike Lydia. And then you come along, people weren't happy with the way you treated Lydia all the time on the show. And then all of a sudden, Lydia is like, people have all this empathy for her. Do you feel like you would do anything differently?
1: No, because um, I think I was faulted for my honesty and transparency. I could have easily done the show, stayed with Lydia had sex with Lydia, and then never told her about Liz. I could have easily done that, but I didn't. I, I chose to do the right thing, and I said, "Hey, you know, my ex recently came back in my life. We started talking. Um, I did love her. I did, and then it, it, it started emotions and feelings. And I feel like the, the language barrier that we had, I wasn't prepared for that because when we were the whole, the whole time in America." I had. I was working with therapists that were bilingual. I was using a translator while I was working in the hospital. i had set up my computer, and my iPad, so we it worked fluidically. And then nothing was working. Like, but I will say when I did the next show, uh, I came prepared with the translator device, and everything worked great. That's all I can say.
0: How did you feel about you know one of the things people criticized you about for Love in Paradise is you showering with your dog, which I did not find that weird, but that like blew up on the internet. People felt like it was creepy. I mean,
1: you know, like reality and everything else. I mean, uh, I mean, I think so, certain things are like. Typically, I would wash her in the backyard, but it was cold at the time when we were shooting the show, and I brought. I said, "Hey, I'll bring her in the shower." And then I think they decided to run with it. You know what I mean? And um, it it is what it is. So you know, I do I take ownership. To me, I, I love. I mean, you know, if I had the choice between Sandra and my dog Allie, that's a tough decision. But I mean, she has her angels looking out for her. That's that's important. But Allie's always numero uno, you know. So, but. but
0: yeah. Um. What was when you were on the show on Love in Paradise? What was Lydia really like? You know, I mean. All these shows, we get a version of the person, right? We get a version of you. What Can you give us any insight into what Lydia and Pedro's family, what their family dynamic is really like?
1: Um, well, I, you know, I'm not going to discuss the family chateau, but Love in Paradise, my only interactions were with um, Lydia and, and, uh, and Nicole. And um, I would say that um, what you see is what you get. There's no, there's, it wasn't uh, scripted, it wasn't uh, sensationalized. They're that crazy. They're that crazy, let's just say that. They're that crazy, <laughs> you know? I know, yeah. I mean, but I, I've had a lot of, I got a lot of experience dating Latin women, but like they're off the chain crazy. Like Dominican, I think, well, you tell me, are Dominican women crazy or what?
0: Yeah, what, what is it that's so crazy? It's just, it's the fiery temper, right? Or is it other things?
1: I always felt like, uh, well, I'll say that my, uh, and I don't want to make it sound like, um, you know, I'm a serial dater. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm running with the conversation. You know, at the same time, I, I was with the same woman 25 years. And then I did date. And at this point, this juncture in my life, I am I am looking for love. I am looking to be loved. Um and I just wanna make that stress that because I feel like a lot of people they start already labeling a narcissist or this and that and the other. It's like I don't know how they can come up with all these conclusions based on ten minutes of each episode and, and then I don't control editing. That's the, the finished product is what it is. I mean but I still think there's a lot more to who I am outside of the show, you know?
0: Well, people, I think, criticize you because, and maybe you can share your truth about this, but, you know, Tiffany Franco, who was on 90 Day, you know, you you messaged her. This was all before you, Sandra. Don't worry. All before you. Yes. Yeah. I know. No, I, mean, no. <laughs> I, I mean, think Tiffany's hot. I know what I'm, at, I'm not saying. I Tiffany's know. <laughs> <pretty>. I mean, <laughs> it's definitely
1: my type. No doubt about it. And then You know, I even try to talk to Karini a little bit. You know, I'm like, It's game on, Brazilians, Colombians. I don't care. I don't discriminate.
0: But then there, I mean, then there was the video of you and April Carter, another woman that's been a part of the franchise, like going into a hotel. I mean, what was that? You know, people kind of feel like you're, you know, you're trying to get with one of these women. What was the truth? How ironic.
1: All right, no, like, April and I are good friends. And, and obviously, we came forward to say it was staged. I'm like, hey, let's just run with a joke on this. And, like, because people were filming us going, hey, you guys from from in Paris. I'm like, are you filming me? Are you filming me? That was, like, completely staged. And, and we were transparent about it right after. Like, we're doing videos in the hotel and stuff. But, like, um, no, like, Tiffany, I thought was cute. And no, I am mean, at the time, I was, you know, I, the whole thing unraveled with Lydia. And then um, Liz tried to come back in my life. And um, she manipulated me for more money. Uh, she wanted me to pay for her to come across me. This is after the show. Like, you don't realize I got engaged to Liz at Christmas. Like after Love in Paradise, I went to Ecuador and I spent Christmas with her. And she milked me for more money. I gave her an engagement ring. Then she tried to come back in my life in March. And then she talked me into giving her $800 for a flight uh, to Mexico and three thousand dollars to cross the border illegally with a coyote. And I bought into it. She never came. And then she blew me off again. And then and then when I've been dating her a month, what was it? I got you tell her, tell her. I got a message yeah. two days ago. Two days ago from Liz. Yeah. She
2: he got a message and she's asking for money again. Um Okay, you tell her? Oh, no.
1: What's the analogy for a Colombian? What do they say about American guys? Okay. Tell her. Tell her.
2: Like, uh, not unfortunately, some Colombians use uh, American guys, you know, to get money because they think that the money here is like hanging on the on the trees, you know. And then we call in Colombia when you find a guy that is giving you money, we call like a piggy bank. This is my piggy bank. You know, yes. It's not like you know. And then I, I just, I, I, I answer her in Spanish.
1: Yes, and she replied I, back. I replied
2: back. back, and I told her, "Hey, I'm sorry, the situation that you are, you know, and uh, but at this point, you know, you are no part of his priorities. And then I think that it's time to find another people.
0: What What did Liz say to that?
1: Nothing. No, no, no. She's her she <laughs> responded not I think she, she milked, from my standpoint, American, she milked that cow as much as she could, yeah. To the point where I went bankrupt,
0: you know? Scott, go back for one second, because you talked about Karini, who's been in the news a lot, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of speculation that Paul, who used to be with her, staged his own, you know, disappearance in Brazil. Uh, yeah. Okay, Karini, what can you... What, like, did you and Karini ever go out on a date?
1: No, she's in Texas at the time, and I was in Florida, but I think it was like 4th of July. And, um, you know, I was talking to Tiffany, and, you know, and then I saw Korean. I was like, oh, she's kind of cute. And I mean, I've got experience. Like, um, I-, I dated this Brazilian back in 2015, and I think there's nothing sexier. Sorry, dude, But
2: okay.
1: there's nothing sexier than when they're speaking Portuguese, when you're making love to them. Like, boy, if it's just even, up. Like, oh, my God. This is crazy, man oh my god and, and i'm actually friends with her and like my my ex became friends with her on instagram as well but brazilian her name is lana but it, and ironically all my exes up until her all started with the letter l my ex-wife i have a tattoo is liz then there was um i dated a uh a lydia no hold on there was Liliana. Liliana. there was lana there was lydia there was Liz from Columbia. Isn't that crazy? Wow. I, I, alpha lover, alpha loser. I think it was more of an alpha loser. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: Why did you and Karini never go out on a date? She she also seems to be, she wants to see, she seems like she wants to date somebody in the 90-day TV world. I mean,
1: it was pretty innocent. I just reached out on Instagram and... You know, took a shot at the like, same way as uh, you know uh, Tiffany. I had like a bucket list of 90-day women that I thought were really hot. Jennifer from Columbia. I made her watch Jennifer from season. Was it season three? Yeah. She was ended with Jesse, but she was with Tim. Oh yeah. And a lot of people, a lot of people compare her. They think she looks like Fernanda. Do you see that Fernanda from Fernanda? And then they say, oh, she looks like a little bit like Jennifer. As well.
0: I, I could see that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Who, yeah. who else was on your uh 90 day tlc bucket list oh
1: i mean uh what's uh, P- paula pal pal yeah. russ oh, yeah. i mean she's smoking hot. i'm sorry yeah. maybe you're <laughs> the most beautiful but i saying <laughs> if i had a wish list of ninety days, yeah
0: what was your wish list be, all right
1: it would be uh pal or paula from uh with russ jennifer i think she's with jesse um what's her name uh she was with uh Is it Ashley? She was with the guy from Australia, um, or she was with Ash. What's her name? Um, She's really cute, too. What's her name? She's on her own podcast now. She she was dating the guy, Ash, that was in Australia.
0: What season?
1: Oh, man, I'm trying to remember, but... um, I forget her name, but um, I think Tiffany. um, You know, I, I thought the Portuguese thing was kind of sexy. Um, you know, I was like, uh, uh, for, "Well, I'm at mean, Fernando. I don't want to say Fernanda because you know she's a little too young, you know." So, uh, well, but
0: she does. Well, it. I guess they're pretty booed up. But um, uh, would you, if Jasmine and Gino don't work out, is Jasmine on your list? From? Oh, no,
1: I'm not gonna. nobody's on my list right now. If I say that, I'll be on her shit list. You're not gonna bait me in that one. You know, I mean, it's like. <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> Sorry, nobody's Sandra. But, but. I could see some people have compared me and said like I could see Scott with Jasmine like they're both crazy and off the chain. I I think crazy in a good way, you know, but I think she's very spontaneous and very spontaneous and we're both very expressive. And um, I mean, I think she's a cool girl, but, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll just leave it there, you know.
0: Uh, Are you two watching?
1: Single and I was not with her, which I don't anticipate us breaking up. And the stars aligned, and it was the possibility was there that she wasn't with Gino. Yeah, I would would definitely say, why not? i got to put Pam on the list, why
0: not? (laughs) All right, Scott Wren is going to do a part two where it gets even juicier. He's going to be on The Family Chantel, which debuts November 6th on the TLC Network, season five, reportedly the final season because Chantel and Pedro are clearly getting divorced. But the big storyline is, will Drake... In some capacity appear On The Family Chantel I asked Scott that And he also talks about his He opens up about his bankruptcies um, What job he's going to do next And why he's pitching his own reality show To TLC What it will be about All that next week Be sure to be subscribed To The Sarah Frazier Show Love you guys Bye everybody